moving your career further faster. That's the mission behind Cascading Leadership. Each week, we're bringing you stories of women, immigrants, members of the global majority who have risen to the ranks of senior leadership in the world of business. Get ready to gather the insights of some of the world's best business leaders and apply those to your career. If you're interested in sales and marketing effectiveness, organizational effectiveness, talent strategy, DEI, or HR tech, tune in. We're going to share with you what they don't teach you in business school. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this special episode of Cascading Leadership. I am your host, Jim. And I'm your host, Lawrence Brown, other known as LB. Hello, LB. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. <laughs> so as I mentioned, this is going to be a special episode. And if I had a siren, I would be sounding it right now because all the nerd alert stuff would be going off. This is going to be a super nerdy episode. It's going to be super fast. <laughs> we are going to do a lot of cool, fun stuff. So hopefully this will be something that is useful and entertaining for everybody that's out there. Lawrence, tell us what we're going to be doing today. We are going to be doing something that is very near and dear to my heart, and I'm sure Jim's as well. We will be doing book reviews. Dun, dun, how exciting. So essentially what we'll be doing is really talking about different books that we have read. We'll be reading two books. Uh, Jim will do one and I will do the other. And we'll give you our points about why we think the book is important, why we enjoyed the book. I'm looking forward to this one today because I am actually going to share with you what a Gladwellian is. And the object is for us to actually rate the book. So we have but those of you that might remember these things that were called pocket protectors, right? So what? how nerdier can you be than having Nerd. pocket protectors? So the rating system will be one for, yeah, not so much, to five, which is absolutely amazing. And with that, we'll go ahead and get started in talking about who came out where as the pocket protector champion. Now, I know that this is in your nature and you're turning this into a competition. It's not a competition. <laughs> we're just going to review the books and yes. we're going to independently rate them on a pocket protector scale based on readability. So how yes. easy is it to read? And also based on the reading, how can you apply it and how easy is it to apply the concepts? I think so it still that, sounds competitive though. All right, whatever, dude. <laughs> the one other programming note for everybody to be aware of, we are going to try to have this as our first audio and video podcast. So this could be entertaining. This could be really interesting for us to be able to crank out the video portion of it as well. So there's going to be a lot of firsts. It's our first uh, book review episode. I'm actually advocating for it to be called two dudes and two reviews, but LB has vetoed that because he is no fun. I did so, not veto it. I, I just I have to think through and yeah, two dudes and two reviews. I guess it does flow. Okay. Why do you always have to be such a fun killer, LB? I think that what we should actually do is actually ask the listeners to weigh in and give us your feedback on what the name could be. I think that would work too, right? Yeah, I could get down with that. This segment will be two dudes, two reviews, 
unless we have something better coming out. All That's right. Fair. With that being said, LB, go. What did All you right. what you so, reading? I want to give the backstory first. So the backstory is that several years ago, there was a leader who I had been working with. He'd recently come to the organization. And he said something along the lines of leaders are readers. And the book that he threw out was Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. So, of course, he was someone that made a valid point about leaders being readers. And I'm like, okay, I'll definitely check out the book. I checked out the book and I thought it was amazing. And I continued down my path about reading everything that is Malcolm Gladwell. And so, if you've read everything or come close to reading everything, I'll say, I'll give you because I'm actually the first Gladwellian, if you've read at least three of Malcolm Gladwell's books, I'm going to let you into the Malcolm Gladwell Club, which is the Gladwellians. So the books that he's written are Tipping Point, Blink, Outliers, What the Dog Saw, David and Goliath, Talking to Strangers, and his most recent book, Bomber Mafia, which is a very good book. But today, and I posted this on LinkedIn, drum roll, please. My favorite of the books is the one called Outliers. The story is a recurring theme throughout all of his books is it's about human development and his observations of humans. And if you remember in my episode, I talked about this is who I think that I've been from birth pretty much where I've always been interested in seeing, understanding and learning, coaching, training and developing people. And that's just something that's just fascinating to me. It's something that I could do without a lot of effort because it's something that's so meaningful. Outliers talks about the concept of really a couple of things. One is the necessity for folks to be committed to their craft, to be a master of what it is that they do. And so he talks about the concept of 10,000 hours. So 10,000 committed hours to a craft or discipline with intentionality, with a sense of focus, helps you to drive to the level of being a master. Now, of course, there's other you know factors that could play into that, but that's essentially part of what he's talking about. The other part is is where there are other dynamics that come into play, right? So he talks about in the book, your background could play a part. The environment that you come from plays a part. And this oftentimes is why we talk about culture as a part of leadership and being open to different types of culture within your culture to help catapult you because we all come from different backgrounds. One of the examples that I'll give you is, is he was talking about why the Canadians tend to have more proficient hockey teams. Because it's always winter? Because it's always winter. <laughs> so essentially, you have two children that are six years old, but one that's born in December and one is born in June. The one that's born in December is generally going to be a larger child and is going to have better motor skills. And so what they're doing is that they one of the factors that they identified is kids who are born in December, for example, who are generally um, going to be bigger, but they're also looking at their physical attributes as well, like their capability to skate on ice and be more proficient. And so this six-month lead is a determining factor in them having the ability to be uh, more successful on the ice than someone who's six months younger. But he also talks about intentionality. So that's another component, I think, that, that stood out to me as a part of the book. And intentionality, is to me a desire to do what you're supposed to do with an intended outcome. And when you talk about the leadership elements that we discussed, you've heard some of this. If you listen to James Daverman, he talked about intentionality quite a bit. 
He talked about his background and where he came from and what he needed to do in order to uplift. Gladwell talks about that in Outliers as well. So those are some of the, the high points. And I'm sure I'm not doing him the greatest of, of service, but though that's the one that is most relevant to what we're talking about and helping to move you further, faster in your career development. That sounds pretty interesting. Now, full disclosure, I haven't read a single, I I think I might've read one Gladwell book a while back. So I got to add it to my pipeline. Don't shake your head (laughs) disapprovingly at me, mister. (laughs) Not a single Malcolm Gladwell book. My gosh. I think I've I've read one. In your summation, the idea of focus on mastery. And that lines up really well with another book that I'm going to review at some other point, which is called Chop Wood, Carry Water where the focus is on execution of the task and mastery of the task versus obsession about the outcome. Because in a lot of things, you can't control the outcome. You can only control your volume and execution of inputs. So when you're thinking about 10,000 hours to become a master at a thing, that's an input and quality of input function. They talk about practice makes perfect. No, it's perfect practice makes perfect. So that's where it it lines up together. So great book. What's your review scale on readability and applicability? Seriously, five pocket protectors all day. So tipping point from a overall business acumen standpoint, I think is really good. Many people have read it because it was all the rage at one point. It was his catalyst for all the others. Outliers for someone thinking and talking about their own individual career, I think is easy to read. I think I read it in a couple of days. I think it's very easy. His writing style is very easy. It's very entertaining and it's also informative. And if I were to also throw out another one, that would be part of his um, the books that he's written would be Blink, which is also uh, another one. And perhaps I'll cover that one in a later podcast when we are doing our book reviews. Yeah. Just make sure you're not coming off as if you're on his payroll or something. All right. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. <laughs> it is not, but I, I should be. And I, and I, I am, I know that I am guilty of that because you're not the first person to say it, but I just really appreciate it. And I admire him as an author and, uh, great. So that's the first book on the record, Malcolm Gladwell, five pocket protectors on the readability and applicability scale. So thanks for sharing that. And with yeah. that, I want to hear, let's drum roll, please for Jim. I got to get better on my drum rolls. What is the book that you'll be reviewing today? I'll get to that in a second. And considering that you played right into my wheelhouse with all that context. So on my Clifton Strengths, context comes in at number two. So I'm (laughs) going to lay out the context part of it really quickly. Throughout my career, I've spent you know, almost my entire career in some sort of revenue responsibility related function, basically sales. I've been in sales basically my entire career in various capacities. One of the biggest problems that I had when I was coming up was this idea at the time that never really aligned well with me, which is you got to be kind of cornball. You got to be greasy. You got to like fake authenticity, all of this used car salesman type approach. And here's the thing, I've sold used cars and I was really good at it, but I never did it in a greasy way. So it always yeah, bothers just, just for the record, we, we love used car salespeople We're <laughs> talking about a certain type. <laughs> yeah, it was that cliche. Basically, when I was coming up as a sales professional, every bad thing that you've ever heard about 
why people hate salespeople or why salespeople are annoying and all that sort of stuff. That's what the thought leadership at the time or the execution leadership at the time taught you to sell. And it never aligned with who I am as a person. It never aligned with how I show up in the world. So I was always fighting against conventional wisdom at the time on how I should sell. I always had the results, but it was always this conversation about why can't you be this way? I was like, well, I don't want to be that way. With all that context set up from a methodology perspective, I'm a big spin person. Uh, I'm a big challenger person, medic, med pick, all of those things from a methodology and process perspective is really the fundamentals of what the process looks like and what the philosophy looks like. But if you have that process and philosophy set up and you're still being pushed to sell in an inauthentic way, you can never capture the results that you're really designed to capture. And the reason why I set the stage with all of that stuff is that the book that I'm reviewing is called Sell Without Selling Out by Andy Paul. And this book is at a level where I think it should be as foundational as spin, as challenger, but from an execution and authenticity perspective. So spin and challenger will give you the foundational process stuff. This will actually talk about what your soul as a seller should be. And here's what I mean. Rather than approaching the sales conversation in all of those ways that are basically in opposition to what human nature is like, this book gives you a roadmap on how to execute sales and execute the relationship side of sales from a place of authenticity and from a place of curiosity, which when you look at what is required to be an effective salesperson, you need to be curious, you need to be authentic, and you need to give two or three times more than what you ask. And if you're operating from a generosity perspective that way, you're always going to build the relationship on solid ground. And that's going to allow you to really understand what the landscape looks like versus the one-sided adversarial antagonistic approach to sales. People are still successful doing it, but it's in spite of that approach. So this is required reading for anybody that's in sales. From a readability perspective, I I crank this out in, in a couple of days. From an applicability perspective, you can apply the concepts in this book immediately. So it is something that I would strongly recommend. And if we're combining both readability and applicability on the pocket protector scale, it is a solid five. There is no reason that you're going to get lost in the woods or no chance that you'll get lost in the woods with overly complicated concepts or models or anything like that. This is how do you sell in a human way? that taps into your authenticity, that taps in your curiosity, that taps into your generosity and puts relationships first versus the what's in it for me first, which is what the legacy way of selling has always been focused on. I remember when we were talking to uh, James and he mentioned that everybody at some point in their uh, career should actually get into sales. For those of you that have been in sales, you probably understand that. For those of you that have not, the book sounds like a really great opportunity, Jim, that one could pick up and at least get some perspective on it because we, you and I have said this for as long as we've known each other, you're either selling or being sold. And it's great to have a perspective. And I think that's why reading has become so important because it helps you to shorten some of the learning. 
if you're someone who's never been in sales, it sounds like it might be a great read if you've been able to read it within a couple of days to get a good background and perspective on sales, because sales is, is helpful in so many areas, not just the person that is a pure salesperson. It's going to have a lot of value, but even if you're not in sales, you're either in sales in the business world or you're in service to sales in the business world. As an internal employee, you have initiatives, projects, all sorts of stuff that you need to get advocacy and buy-in to move the needle on what's important to you. Guess what you have to do? You have to convince your internal stakeholders that yours is the initiative that they should take on. Guess what you're doing? You're going to have to sell. One of the key points that Andy mentions in the book is this whole idea of we're taught that we need to persuade in sales. And the human nature aspect of persuasion is that nobody likes being, it, it is unnatural to be persuaded into something. So your most effective sales professionals, what they do extremely well is influence. They listen to understand, they get a map of the landscape, they engage with all the stakeholders, and then they influence based on new ways of thinking. But you can't introduce a new way of thinking until you demonstrate an understanding of the landscape. And that is critical to being successful in sales. And that's why sell without selling out is an absolute must read if you're in sales or you're in service to sales. So basically, if you have a pulse, you need to read this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could have said it any better than that. And you sold me because I'm actually going to put that in rotation for me to uh, read as well. Excellent. So that is two great reviews, two things to add to your reading list on the two dudes and two review summary, two five pocket protector scale books. So definitely go out and get it. You can find them everywhere. I don't need to tell you where you can go get a book. That wraps up this session. LB, what are some closing thoughts that you have for us? As always, we, we love to get your uh, feedback. We want you to definitely uh, check out the the book reviews, the podcasts that are already out, the shows that we have already have published. We have been getting a lot of feedback. We want to continue to get that feedback. Check us out from a podcast standpoint on all of the podcast platforms. On LinkedIn, we are posting probably every couple of days. We're trying to do it every day. Uh, if we get more activity, then we're actually going to post more. Obviously, we're trying to live into building a really strong and super cool algorithm. So help us do that by checking us out. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks again for joining us. We are out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cascading Leadership. We hope you enjoyed the story as much as we did. Make sure you subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast player. Follow us on YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, reach out to me at jim at cascadingleadership.com. Tune in next time for another great episode that will help you move your career further faster.